0: Yo, what's up, you guys? This is Polly Shore. Yes, the Polly Shore. Taking it back, dudes. Music Roots, we're sitting down to talk with bands in the studio. Get the inside scoop on music, life, and everything in between. Please subscribe everywhere you stream your podcasts. Check out Jam in the Van on YouTube for the video, interviews, behind-the-scenes content, and much, much more. And also, check out my YouTube channel, because I got some crazy shit on there. This is... The Jam in the Van podcast. Yeah!
1: Yeah! Good, man. I gotta spit. Good. At the Hollywood Stadium, and <laughs> Sorry. a riot ensued afterward. <laughs> I mean, there was a riot after a Morrison Sorry, show wait. was. For the folks that can't see it, he 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 just spit into the planner. It was I can't let you go. Oh girl, let me see your
0: Dude, I don't think that's cool, bro. You're laughing at me because I'm wearing glasses, like I'm a little Jewish lawyer or some shit. That's not cool, bro. That's not cool, dude. There's a lot of Schwitzes around here. No, I'm just
1: kidding. kidding. What's up, my man? What's up, brother? All right. (laughs) That's funny. I just, you, you don't look like my lawyer. I don't. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good.
0: Um. So first of all, how was traffic getting here? It was insane. Mm -hmm. Insane, right? Yeah. So we got to do this. We're in L.A., we're in Culver City right now, you guys. We're here. We're here at the studio of the Jam in the Van. Beautiful podcast studio. We're here with the Eagles, not Eagles of Death Metal. We're here with the actual band, the Eagles. <laughs> and we have uh, we no, I'm just kidding. We're here with the, 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 the Eagles of Death Metal album here, guy. And uh, I just took um, I took some drugs. So I'm a little bit uh, nervous to interview. I might not look at you at all. That's OK. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did I get myself into? So before we get going, so are you
1: jet lagged? You just came back from Europe. Yeah, I mean, because uh, we did almost 40 shows in 46 days. Fuck, bro. And and I had the Paris trial on top of that, like in the middle of it oh, uh, fuck. that I went to. And uh, plus, I was doing like, you know, DJ gigs. I, I like to sleep when I die is what my motto is. it's you know? like some Lemmy shit. I, that's. I just want to keep moving. Wow. I don't want to let the hellhounds catch up to me. Wow. You and know. so how old are you? I'm going to be 50 this year. Wow. I'm stoked. Yeah, I, oh. 50. That's crazy. So 50. I can't believe I made it.
0: Yeah. So you hit it pretty hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I live... I I mean I'm a rock and roller right, and the way I yeah. look at it, my job description is not necessarily that this is a Bible study. Huh. You know, I mean it, it's rock and roll. It, it what goes with the territory. What I'm what I'm required to do to fulfill my obligations is uh, intense sometimes. Mm. So I, I just enjoy life. Stay horny is kind of my motto. That's the way to live life long. Stay horny.
0: I come from music. I come from MTV. I, I was yeah I was uh so my first love has been music before comedy right uh, my brother scott owned the roxy theater in pacific beach so my first band that I ever saw was iggy pop in 1979 and then Pat Benatar and that's your first show. Yes, that's insane. Yeah, my first show in 1979. So a lot of people know me from the Comedy Store and they know I grew up around comedians and Sam Kennison and all that shit. And that was awesome. But I really music is the thing that really inspired me, which is why I wanted to work with these guys here at Jam in the Van, because music is something that um, uh, when I was 16 years old, I I toured all over Europe, followed Mandana. So this is exciting for me to uh, to interview uh, musicians because people right. might not know that
1: music is actually my first my first love as opposed well, to stand up. It so, makes you sense, know. man. There's a there's yeah. a comedic element to rock and roll to a certain degree. I mean, Absolutely. Y- if you watch interviews with John Lennon, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He mm-hmm. says funny like we took a left at Greenland. I mean, his, his right. hilarious jokes. There's, and, and rock and roll is, in my opinion, showbiz music, rock and roll specifically is an attitude, you know. Like, Public Enemy is just as much punk rock as Black Flag, in a lot, when you look at it. From
0: absolutely. Back. Absolutely. So, you grew up in the Carolinas?
1: I was born in the Carolinas. Carolinas. My parents... But why don't
0: you talk like that, but it's like that and don't do when that? When I get real angry, no. Uh, yeah. I, moved
1: to LA, I moved to Palm Springs in 1979. That's when I met Joshua Homme from uh-huh. Queens of the Stone Age. And and he and I...
0: 79. That was so you're like in early middle school.
1: No, I was like eight years old and then yeah. I went back every summer. But it, there was a motivation to not have a hillbilly accent in Southern California. Okay,
0: So, you know, I have a lawsuit against him right now, right? Against who? Josh. Do you? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I'm suing him right now. Yeah, because we're next door neighbors and his uh, his stuff went on my property and right off a awesome. of solar, right off a of solar up in the in the Hollywood Hills.
1: And he, he put his shit on your property. Yes,
0: he put my shit on on you his fucking take property. Him down then, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Josh, what the fuck? I got your homie here, and you're trying to fucking avoid. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, he, no. But you know what's funny about that dude is he? he I'm not suing him. I'm just kidding. We're, I'm just. I, I, know, I know. got <laughs> right? it. No, what was funny about him is um is he was my neighbor for a long time. Right. He lived up uh off of Astral.
1: Yeah, I used to go up there a lot. Yeah,
0: so that's my house right next to his. The I, one with the pool and yeah, all that the shit. The red house. The what? The cool house. Yeah, I don't. He's not there anymore. Yeah. So what happened? Because I know it was like his father was there, right? Or his his yeah. His, his, you know, he, he. I think he was having uh, marital difficulties. That's always. So he what, bought a multi-million-dollar house up in the Hollywood Hills with his marital difficulties. Yeah, I think he's in Malibu now. Right. So that's where I can find him. He's in the boo. Right. Because I think I think he. uh I think he actually once he found out Polly Shore was his neighbor, he's like, "Fuck, that should have been disclosed in the fucking deal." Actually, that's yeah. not
1: true. It did is, you Did you know I was his neighbor? Yeah, and and, and that's it's, hilarious. It's a man. God's honest true story. The first time I visited his house, I'm like, "This is an awesome house," and he said, "Yeah, and Polly Shore is my neighbor." <laughs> Isn't that funny? That was, and I was like, "Awesome, that's that's the bonus." That's so he bought this house, killer
0: house. Fucking killer house. Killer view. Sick at... He spent all this money, yeah, dimed it up. He was there with his father, right? Yeah, he did
1: it, but his dad's <laughs> one of the best contractors. Correct.
0: Yep. Yeah. So this is Queen of the Stone Age, right? And he was building this house, and he had his girl. And then what happened? Because cause I, I rent out my house. So I physically live in Las Vegas. Oh, so wow. I just... I just found out, I don't know, a year or two, three years ago as he's like not there anymore. So what what was that whole thing? I think it
1: was just bad memories. Wow. You know? Living next to Polly Shore. No, 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 no. no. No, with his (laughs) with his uh with his baby. I I think that's that's how it went down. And uh but uh well you live in Las Vegas. Yes. How do you like it?
0: Mm-hmm it's a good question because I like it and I don't like it
1: because yeah, I'm very interested. You know, a lot of my friends are, yeah. are, are considering going out there. Some of my friends have gone out there. Yeah.
0: Ron- Romney's out there uh, uh, from uh, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. He's I out mean the there. the Tax rates better. Ta- yeah. Sebastian Bach is there. That's I right. Well,
1: I just went to his birthday party. He just moved out there.
0: Yeah. So he's out there. Um, who else is out there? There's a lot of musicians out there. Vegas is interesting. You got to be careful because it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's super dry. Right. So there's no moisture in the air. Like, you're from the Carolinas. So it's you all feel moist. moist. You know what I mean? So you're going to get crusty as fuck. Yeah. So, like, you know, just walking, going from your car to your, you know, your house is like, ah, fuck, you yeah. know. But there's... There's something really good about it. I think you would like Vegas. It's very dirty. And when I say dirty, not just the city itself, right. but just the vibe. Yeah, no, no you no, know, no, it's, it's, and, and you would like it. It's it's pretty cool. You know, so I grew up because you seem kind of a dirty guy. I'm a desert dude. I grew yeah. up in Palm Springs. You would fucking love it. Yeah. And there's a great it's interesting because a lot of people are like, oh, the Vegas Las Vegas Strip and like, no, there's actually like cool little local spots. In great little hangs there that um
1: Yeah, and we've got the evil evil pizza. Which
0: yeah. Is about... So you're so Europe, forty fucking shows. Forty four shows. Yeah, and a lot of And shows DJing.
1: And DJing and doing and I I I will go and show up and just sing karaoke anywhere. Uh-huh. I have like my own set. I love doing that shit. And uh let's do a karaoke together. Right I would now. love to. What about if we do um <clears throat> I what's... think we're gonna do a Rocky Horror Picture show song? Okay. you should do one of those with us. I okay. Do you have the lyrics? Yeah, oh yeah. You have the lyrics. <coughs> are
0: okay. you in the band? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we can join okay. Band. Okay. Cool. Cause we. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you're gonna be 50. And then you have a girlfriend.
1: Yeah. M- wife. I have a. She's. We we are intending to get married, but she is. Um. She's in the hospital right now. Yeah. She yeah. Uh,
0: She went through some stuff.
1: She had an asthma attack, and. I was at a record store around the street from my house. When I came home, she was out. I, mm. I didn't know how long she'd been out. It couldn't have been more than 25 minutes. But I took her to the hospital. Mm. I had a friend, and I expressed to them, you know, I don't know how long she's been out, but I, I'm positive it's only been a minute or two. And she was breathing. And they they decided that she they judged her as a drug overdose for some reason, huh. and put her into a machine called the Lucas machine, which which stopped her heart, uh. and and broke her in a way, so, her. so she went through some stuff. She's going through how she's still yeah. unable to speak. Wow, but she's making a rapid recovery. Wow, it's just uh, it's you know, I, I've been through a terror attack. Mm. Mm. I've I've had terrorists try to kill me. I've mm. I've I've been through a lot of stuff, but nothing, nothing it can touch this in terms of of songwriting material, mm. you know. She's the love of my life, and she's been fighting for her life. She's the toughest girl I've ever met in my life. Yeah, no, that was that. That's what I was told that you and they did, and and really, the hospital fucked her up. Yeah, and uh, tried to hide it. And when they did that, they decided they wanted her organs. So I was in a legal battle trying to prevent them from taking her off life support, which they had. You know, I thought she was in a coma; it was drug induced the whole time, and the hospital never expected her to live, which was unfortunate for them but she did and i got a court order and was able to remove her and discover all this Mm. it's just an eye opener into the dark world of the medical system yeah you never know i i mean not to switch
0: subjects but uh, you know that's a pretty heavy shit that you're going through but i just had uh i had um a penis surgery did I mean, you really? I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I'm not trying really? to be funny. Yes, <laughs> really? okay. yes, I did. So what happened? Like, what's going well, on? Well, I'm gonna tell you because you're almost 50. So, um, I'm trying to segue a little, so you know, because that's a heavy story with your girl. <laughs> I don't want to like, you know what <laughs> I mean? I love you for that. No, bro. bro. You, you know, bro. I, I, we've all been through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, obviously, I heard what happened in, in, in Europe, and I don't want to really get into that shit. We like, can move forward and shit. Yeah. Because when we hold on to that shit, it's fucking eats you up, and it's the anger, the bitterness, the it, pissed offness. I bitter, know it's it, fucked it's up. It's
1: a trippy uh, line to cross. Sometimes you gotta hang on to shit to get through it. Yes. And then you also. got Well, that's what let Johnny Depp
0: did. I mean, that's what he did. He carried that shit for six years. Yeah. With that whole thing. And then and, she and, and went
1: into court and did a line of coke out of her napkin. Did anyone see that? But me? no,
0: really. Dude, really?
1: She she does not Okay, she's it's classic. You can tell she's. The camera's always on her, but she doesn't realize that because she's not being called to witness yet. So mm. she doesn't realize that there's a camera on her all the time. And she does the oldest one in the book where you 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 uh, you valley out a napkin and hold it and you pour the drugs in there and she goes like this. Wow. It's so clear. It's Shit, like,
0: I gotta do that when I get to Vegas next week. That that's a good.
1: We used to crimp straws with my mom's hair crimper. Yeah. Fill a whole straw and then crimp it and then cut it and then you just yeah. bite off and then stick it in your nose and puff. Yeah.
0: So, um, so back to my penis surgery. Yeah, 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 So I was urinating a lot, but it goes, it goes with in line with what you're talking about with your babe is like, you just said it. You don't know what the fuck is going on with these hospitals. Yeah. Cause you, you know, like, and I'm going in for a penis surgery. Imagine that fucking surgery going bad.
1: Yeah. No shit. You, it can't go bad.
0: Imagine you lose your dick yeah. somewhere and they're like, oh, like you're the one in the thousands that it fucked up. Right. And now you know you can't fuck for a while, for like a couple of years, or maybe even ever. Yeah. So obviously, because they put you out, but it's a, but the surgery is very simple. Did so it work? It worked. Awesome. Yeah. So now my t- my my dick goes to the left and set it to the right, so everything worked out
1: perfect. Is that hockey stick? Is yeah, that it's the-
0: a Hakusan. Ah, wow. It's an Asian. The Hakusan, Hakusan.
1: But isn't there a vitamin deficiency too that'll give you hockey stick dick?
0: No, I'm being serious. Listen. Well, I'm being serious. <laughs> no, no, too. no. no. I, I think so. I think so. But but uh, the surgery that I had was called uh, resume, which basically makes you resume to the way you used to pee. Oh, wow. So yeah. So so you know how like at night, how many times a night do you get get up to take a piss?
1: It depends, maybe one or two.
0: OK, so you don't need it. So I was getting up probably about maybe three to five times in the middle of the night to take a piss because what happens was is I would piss, but not all the piss would leave my bladder. So then I would lie back down, and then a half hour later, I'm like, shit, I still right. have to piss. Right. So, then, so then I got frustrated. So then if you're, like, at dinner with your friends, you got to piss. You're always having to pee. Right. So they gave me this uh, – at first they gave me this Flomax shit, which didn't work, which is uh, a pill that's endorsed by Joe Theismann, the quarterback, you know? And I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? But I did that. That didn't work. So basically the resume thing is it's a 15-minute procedure, and they stick a um, – they stick a catheter in your dick when you wake up, and so you have a pee bag. Wow. So I basically had a pee bag for about a week, which was
1: awesome. I was just going to say that. It was awesome. I'm already seeing the community. The, it's the benefits so of... great.
0: So anyway, so a week later, I don't want to sit on this for a long time, but they pulled it out, and they said it takes about a month to find out if it worked. And thank God it works, because if not, I would probably have to get up and pee right now. But back to your European tour. Right. So so, so
1: what, what countries did you play, and how was it? It was uh, rock and roll is always great, but we 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 played at, I think you know every major country in Europe, and we were playing a lot of the first shows that the country had since the lockdown. Copy. Which which that was a very fascinating just thing to observe, just a different effect of this on show business in general mm. around the world. I mean I don't know who had the bright idea that it would be good to embrace the notion of being afraid to be around other people for show business people, but mm. you know whatever. But um we did re- take this rad pleasure cruise on the baltic you can take th- the ferry is a giant pleasure cruise boat and i just had this vision that we were going to turn into donkeys later on and pinocchio would be there with us right right but it had like an opera theater and clubs and a casino and a grocery store that's and dope you're only in it for 18 hours and it's
0: so you were playing on a ferry? We were just taking a ferry taking to a show. Or taking a ferry to a show. But there were enough
1: kids on the boat that were fans that uh-huh. it turned into, yeah, we'll play. And they had like they had different bars. I mean, it was set up so that you felt like you were in Austin, Texas or some shit like that. It was right. really wild, man. Right. Just for a 16-hour ferry boat cruise.
0: And then so 25 years yeah. you've been doing this. 25 years. It's fucking crazy, right?
1: I love it. It's suddenly, it suddenly you don't realize it and then it's then it's there, Yeah, but it's awesome I mean when before the whole shit house goes up in flames, I'll be I'll be happy to have that on my eulogy mm.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check.
1: Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's Bank of America has experts ready to help
0: get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: But the best thing about life, I think, is having something that gets you out of bed. Right. We're lucky. We're lucky.
1: Most people die when they retire, you know?
0: Yeah. Or
1: they, or they're bummed that they. So you get out of bed for your music. You look at like yeah. uh, Mick Jagger, uh, uh, Rod Stewart, for example. What they seem to do is, is every fifteen years they recycle families. They mm. get a new wife, younger, wow. and then they have a kid. That's hilarious. Because having a child inherently programs you to live for something. Wow. And right now, I think Rod Stewart has kids in third grade and shit like that. You know, wow. what I mean? uh, his third or fourth round of wow. kids and same with Mick Jagger. wow you can tell it's kind of the, that whole generation of mm. artists especially it's like oh right well we're up to our 15 years babe sorry wow like uh you remember um Bo derrick Bo derrick was uh, uh linda evans was ursula andrus john derrick was the dude that he married ursula andrus he replaced her with linda evans replaced her with uh beau derrick just upgraded do girls upgrade or mostly
0: guys oh, yeah really girls throughout the crusty dudes
1: Everybody does exactly what everyone does, but it's just uniquely different. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, yeah, women, especially quintessentially classic women, I guess you right, would say, right. they also ally themselves with their worst enemies Yeah. for lateral information sharing Yeah, yeah. so that a girl, your girlfriend can go. It, yeah. So what were you doing at so-and-so's house? How did you know I was at so-and-so's house? Right, like, right.
0: Like, and then as far as the music, um, I grew up on the Sunset Strip, born and raised... Um, literally um, did you spend a lot of time in the 90s on the Sunset Strip
1: I did you did I did I, and I was seeing bands like Jane's Addiction and Fishbone and I would come for shows mm-hmm. like that I was I know I would see the Beastie Boys a lot Oh wow, yeah. um, I loved a lot of punk rock shows I, I, I loved the band called The Church I mm. saw them quite a bit um, but
0: so what was Sunset like back then for you? I mean, because you're a boy, you're from the Carolinas. It was still taught, magic. You're, yeah, it you're like It was still yeah. magic, and there In was the heavy metal era during everything. And the streets
1: were still filled. Yeah, and, and filled. Yes. You know what I mean? And hookers the, were everywhere. Dude, it, th- I was yeah, telling yeah. a friend of mine yeah. if Dorothy had landed there, it would have been junkies and hookers and queers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it was crazy the way the, the streets were physically dirtier, mm. but there was a tolerance that was different because you would literally have pimps and, and hoes on the street and then you'd have cops and people cruised. Cars didn't go faster than four or five miles right. per hour on this trip. That was, and even back then in, in the 80s, I remember, because I was started coming back there into in Hollywood in the 80s, there would be those like squatter punker mansions right on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Remember, there were still a few of those houses yeah, left, yeah. those like crazy like squatter mansion houses. I think, I don't know what happened, but Hollywood needs to have a little bit of that returned. Definitely. So,
0: Black Flag, you mentioned them earlier. So did you see them a lot?
1: Yeah, I got. What about the
0: band X? Oh, of course. Yeah, I love X. A lot of the kids, they don't know X. Ladies and gentlemen watching, if you've never heard of the band X, get a band, get an album called Los Angeles. It's probably one of the best. Would you call it punk rock? Not really. Kind of pumpy, poppy punk. Well, because there's some hits. They were making a punk album, but they
1: made a classic album. Yes. It's more of like It's so good. It's on par with the Dylan yeah. album in my opinion, yes. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that album. And Billy Zoom is it, mm. Yeah, Billy Zoom, just so you're clear, I knew him when I was a kid. He used to he used to I was a mod. You know what a right, mod is, absolutely. right? Yeah. So I was a mod. I had flags and all that shit. And I would, I so would right. speak in a fake London accent and I'd drive my scooter down. And wear winos, like the, the, yeah. the lace-up winos. Yeah. No, that. I had my parka and all shit. And there was awesome. like, it was kind of like the rockabillies against the mods. Yeah, it was, right? like preppies versus stoners. Yeah, so so we used to park our scooters in front of uh, the, uh, the Roxy and watch the Untouchables and stuff like oh, that. One of my yeah, favorite the, bands ever. And no one in, knows the Untouchables. They're in Repo Clyde Man. Grimes they have and,
1: that small appearance in the movie Repo Man, which okay. is so quintessential. Yeah. So, I love the Untouchables. Oh, dude.
0: fuck, dude. I mean, great. So, so Billy Zoom, I met at one of his shows. I was like obsessed. And I would follow him home. He lived on Sarah Bonita and Sunset. And he used to make these, uh, these, uh, these, um, these kind of windshields for windshields for scooters. So, if you got a Billy Zoom windshield, you were the fucking man, right right So you got the scooter, right the the Lambrado or the Vespa,, yeah. and then you had the 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 Billy Zoom thing, and I used to sit in the back of his garage, and I was like this annoying kid that was just obsessed with him, and I'd like help him make his fucking uh his little things and his thing, oh, and I'm wow. like, all right, I'll be back tomorrow." You know he's like, all right, kid, you know I don't think he knew my name. I was just like drew drooling over him <laughs> and um. But that scene, that Sunset Strip scene was was like the best. I mean, um, it was a I remember, scene. yeah, I drove by it with my mom and her Jaguar from the Comedy Store to our house in Doheny. And we would drive by the um, it was the whiskey and the punk rockers would see us and spit, spit, you know, spit. And was that was like it was you know, it was a wild time, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean,
1: I saw um, Bad Brains um, at the uh, good. Man. I got to spit. Good. At the Hollywood Palladium, and <laughs> Sorry. a riot ensued after it. I mean, there was a riot after a Morrison Sideways. show was. For the folks that can't see it, he, he, he just spit into the planner. It was, it was perfectly excited. normal, totally normal. No, we shared it. Me and Wolf shared an
0: American spirit outside, uh, so that, that shit fucks you up. Yeah, it does. But you, yeah, but the thing is, you are smoking outside, too. Yeah, Camel. Yeah, but yeah. let me ask you a question. Let's get real for a sec. Yeah. Okay, because I'm very close with Dave Chappelle. Very close with him. The guy doesn't stop smoking. You don't stop smoking. I smoke very rarely, but the biggest concern that I have for you, for me, for Dave, is that I don't want to say we make a living because that sounds fucking stupid. But our art is our voice. Right, right. So what's your thought about that? Do you ever think about that? Because guess what? If your throat is so fucked up from cigarettes, you're seeing, because you know how, much, how hard, I mean, I've seen your stuff. You really put your heart into it. So what's your thought about that? Take three seconds before you answer, because this is, this is, you're picking pretty much, <coughs> you're picking me and Chappelle and all those guys that smoke cigarettes
1: that sing, you're picking that over your vocals. Presumably, but I, I I do believe this um, with any drug, mm. and nicotine's a drug, and the tars that are released, um, like insulin. Let's mm. say the amount of people that can actually take insulin mm. is very small. Mm. The amount of people that should actually take Xanax is really small. Like uh, I don't understand how when people take uh, uh, like Ritalin, they don't fall asleep Mm. i fall asleep but i'm hyper i'm one of those people that it would the very rare i think maybe cigarettes Mm. could be like that too Mm. because my uncle roy my great uncle roy he was 94 years old when he died Smoked the whole time unfiltered camels and he literally died at the age of 94 in his favorite armchair with an unfiltered camel in between two of his fingers that he was smoking on But you think
0: about it. You're not an idiot. You're not an idiot when you wake up in the morning, you start coughing, and you're like, "And I'm, Fuck, I'm very,
1: very conscious of myself, so I pay attention to my body." Yeah. And it, I know it's it's you can't really uh, avoid everything if you're even partaking, but um, I do smoke when it's necessary. But I'll be honest with you, I enjoy it. Yeah.
0: And, and- then it, it, okay, and then as far as your other members of your band, because obviously Dave Grohl just went through some heavy shit. I mean, like, fucking heavy. I just saw them play in Vegas. It was, I don't know, it was probably about two months before and they're it, such a tight passed. band. They're a family band. Yeah, you know, so it's, like for, bands, you, yeah, for you, you got all these other members. You are concerned
1: about that, or do you watch each other? Back? We watch I mean, each other. We love each other very yeah. dearly. We Very yeah. dearly. And it's funny you should say this, because uh, one of my band members just politely gave me a book on tour that says, quit smoking if you wish. And it was like, just if you want to read it, and mm. it's like, okay, okay. And, and you know, sometimes there's reasons to do things beyond what you personally think for yourself. When you're in a band situation, and I'm in a leadership position in my band, mm. it's important that my band members aren't overly worried about my health. Mm. So sometimes I take that into consideration. But, but I'm not talking about your health. I'm talking about their health. Only Jove
0: smokes. He's But what about other things?
1: I think I'm the only real rock and roll animal so and
0: so you do other stuff too sometimes
1: of course i mean you know i i, I uh yeah this ain't a bible study no and, and i enjoy mm-hmm. what i do to the fullest and yeah. and i make no apologies for that this is the job where part of the description is yes but um the way i look at it is a real man works with a hangover and everyone else goes to aa huh wow okay that's what my grandfather used to say yeah and, and, and then present company excluded if anyone here is in the program. Right. Yeah, I understand.
0: And then what about like penis hardening pills?
1: Be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Be with honest. You. You I, Cialis, I'm, Viagra. I've never taken one. Really? Fuck! I have to take one. A friend of mine took. I'm a, taking one right now. <laughs> See, whoa, I've never whoa, tried that. bro! But have you ever had like? Do you, have you gone over the four hour timeline? I've always been fascinated by that. Do you actually? Can, if you if you're at like four hours and fifteen minutes, are you thinking about going to the hospital? For what? when you take a boner pill because it says for erections lasting longer than four hours seek medical attention oh oh i don't, i didn't i didn't read that part that was the
0: fine that was the fine print no if i take a viagra i'll just take a a fourth of it right a sliver and that's just enough blood to get to my dick right you know what i mean i don't don't need a whole pill no you don't need a whole pill it's too much and then your face starts turning red and shit like that does it really yeah dude because it's blood you know what i mean it flushes
1: all the blood what? It makes all the blood... It, yeah, it's just your whole... Yeah, wow, it's just so like... Big.
0: That's crazy. So you've never taken that. So what about cocaine? I used to uh, do like a lot the, of blow. I used you, to do
1: a lot of blow. I loved it, but uh, this is you, no you shit. Don't,
0: you don't like it. You just like the way it smells, right? Yeah, and,
1: and you can't get addicted to it. I've been doing it for 15 years, and I'm still not addicted. But um, no, I'm just kidding. I used to do a lot of coke, but the last time I did it, I had an allergic reaction to it. Wow. And, and I ended up in cedar cyanide and anaphylactic shock. You think it was the fentanyl shit? No, this is a while. This is like twelve years ago. Huh. Um, for- did you do too much? No, I just I had been. We had we had gotten a hold of this incredible fucking shit, and we 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 had two eight well, obviously,
0: it was incredible. If you had to but go to we, the fucking we, hospital. We
1: finished it all off, and then we tried to find this guy. We couldn't find him, so we found a different guy. Oh And God. the first line I did of the oh. new shit. Right
0: there. Where would you find him? Vegas. No, no, no. At he my house. On way no, back from Vegas.
1: Yeah. But um. After that, I just decided that I wouldn't do coke anymore. Yeah.
0: So, so your music is, I mean, I've seen your stuff. It's pretty gnarly. Like, it's fucking blah, 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 blah. So who's your, who are you inspired by? As a comic, I was inspired by Richard Pryor, Sam Kennison, Robin Williams. Those are the guys that I right. kind of looked up, looked, up, looked up to. But as a kid, you know, who was it?
1: Like, who made me want to really be in a band was Firehose. The band was Firehose? Like the, the, what? They used to be the Minutemen, and then they were on SSD. Oh, I punk. thought you were
0: going to say Firehouse. That was a heavy metal band.
1: No, no, no. Fire Hose is a band, a punk rock band, who has a member named Mike Watt, who, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers dedicated blood sugar sex magic to him. Oh, wow. He was like that sort of respected artist. But it was the Sonics, the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, I'm a big Rolling Stones fan. Yeah, work. for sure. I mean, you can't. And my first show was Kiss. Mm. It was Kiss Destroyer, which was life changing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, I love The Untouchables. I love Fishbone. Mm-hmm. Fishbone. Fishbone was a big band for me.
0: What about like? Um, I'm trying to think.
1: Uh, what about Metallica? I mean, Kill 'em All. What? Kill 'em All. That album. Oh, okay, got it. And and I'm a dude who uses music to accent emotions or to uh, reinforce uh, determination. You mm-hmm. know, so. Metallica is an album I put on when I feel like I might have to go kick somebody's ass or if I'm like trying to get ramped up to go do something intense. And what do you listen
0: to like um, on Spotify? Is it like classic rock? Is it like... I don't use Spotify. Okay, so what do you use on... um,
1: I don't know. What else is there? I normally... uh, I'm a, a music fanatic. So, I mean, I have my Apple Music, but I spend a lot of time at record stores.
0: Oh, so you straight up go get the album?
1: I straight up go out and listen. I, I spend a lot of time at record bars and talking to people at record stores. I mean, I used to work at a record store, and that was how I found all my knowledge came from and all the excitement of, of the journey of knowledge in music was talking to people and physically going to places, and looking yeah. at the album covers. It's still weird to think that our parents did cocaine on record covers instead of CD cases, but I just thought I'd interject that.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's how it was. I mean, I mean, your generation, my generation, you would go to the record store, you'd get the CDs or records, you'd take them to the guy, you'd be like, yo, here's what I want. He's always like a snob. Yeah. And then you'd be like, what the fuck are you buying that for? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go to the parking lot, you open up your CD, you look at,
1: you know what I mean? They the don't, liner that, notes, the music, You get into it. And that whole,
0: that whole time is gone, yeah.
1: That's that's a, nece- a necessary thing that we need to actively return is that community to it because, you know, it's it's where when you're reading the liner notes, you find out that it was recorded at Sunset Sound. Like, where's that? And, you know, and it was produced by, oh, well, what, is it, what does it mean when someone produces it? How does that affect it? And then what's your take on, um,
0: you know, everybody wants more. Right. You always hear that. I want more followers. I want to sell more tickets. I want to... Um, sell more albums, What's what's your philosophy on that? Knowing there's a, a, a lot of white noise out there these days with, you know, when you and I were growing up, there was, you know, four or five or six places to, to watch right. things and, and, and everyone and, went there And now. And now there's, there's so much, there's so much white noise out there. What's your feeling about, you know, like even this podcast, like how many people, you know, like, Realistic like we goals. would, we, we, we would want like millions of people to
1: watch this, I guess. But what should, do you care, or do you not care? I don't focus on that because it's 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 about developing, investing in um, record labels. Used to have a band signed to their label and not even expect a single for two albums. Mm. They were developing the artist, so to speak. I don't want to do this biggest. I want to do this longest. Mm. I, I want to keep doing this, and and an audience. It's important to know who your audience is, and expanding your audience to a certain point can become an over obsession. And especially with social media, we're starting to find out that all the followers is all bullshit. You know, mm. it's half of it's fake. Mm. I believe we're probably going to find out that these tech nerds have been running a scam on us, like the size of which the world has never ever seen. Mm. Because we're paying for the exposure to something, and if that exposure is ma- is manifested by fake entities. Mm. Like, it's been that way from Jump Street, Twitter. I mean, who didn't know that there were, like, you know, those farms of dudes that would just build your Twitter followers so mm-hmm. that you would look like you had 200000
0: Yeah. So, so, so your, your, your vibe is about the art and about the development of your songs rather than, oh, like... You know, I want to become famous. You know what I mean? That's Karen, just kind of... Like, I, I'm so proud you're, to be but a you're, But you're more like me, obviously. We're the same age, so we come from that generation. I love but, what we do. I, I yeah.
1: love Sunset Strip. Yeah. I love the icons of the Sunset Strip. Mm-hmm. I love the people that uh, provided to us the comedy club, mm-hmm. the places for us to have these great moments and to have this history. I love it. And when you're, when you're fortunate enough to be part of something, you should contribute to it and its longevity and its mm-hmm. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and, and that's what I've always striven to do.
0: Yeah. With. And how many um, h- how would you have to say about how many days you're on the road versus how many days you're
1: at home? It, it probably is a, a, a year on year off cycle, but it's like a, when
0: you say year on, you're saying you're out for the whole year. No, I like mean, the one whole year time?
1: I'll go about half the year. One year I go about a yeah, third but, of the year. But
0: when you go out, I mean, is it is it six months at a time?
1: No, those types of tours, the digital age sort of killed that. Okay. So, but we're a fortunate band in that we're kind of like Ringling Brothers. We don't really need to have an album out to tour because we are the fun show. No, I know,
0: but I'm talking about your health and your body and your I'm own and li- living, living in your own bed and, and I don't know versus why, and going I was, grocery shopping and I was shit like made that. For it. I Just was to be out there, wherever I am. And then what about your babe though? I mean, I know she's
1: not well. She re- normally tours with me, and, so she was always going out. Yeah, with, and, yeah. but wherever i am i'm very good about being real with the situation you know always whatever it is when you're yeah. on the road that's going to be on the road shit deal with it yeah but i'm just talking about your refrigerator oh at home yeah normally all that shit goes in the trash before i leave correct and then right. my mother comes and cares for my cats
0: okay so your mom takes care of your yeah, house i have a great mom and then i have a and couple then you live co- in palm springs i live in holly i live in outwater village oh that's the best by yum yum donuts
1: Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, well, right at Brunswick and Los Feliz.
0: Yeah, that's a great area. I love that, and I got the
1: place because that's the street that the Beastie Boys recorded Check Your Head on.
0: Yes, yeah, no, I lived in Silver Lake for seven years, so that whole area is fucking, it's pretty fucking dope. You know, that's like the last are you masturbating what's going <laughs> no that's the to me that area past the Scientology Center kind of going into Los Feliz and Atwater Village Frogtown and that whole area to me is like the last kind of authentic part of Hollywood absolutely you know everything when it starts getting more west it's it's you know it's, it's and it seems big, like
1: there's this you know. drive to destroy all the physical icons of Hollywood mm-hmm. and turn it into high rise buildings I mean I really do feel like there's a lack of general respect for the icon the, when you start removing physical structures then you remove the actual connection that entire people have to their physical surroundings uh, that's why things are landmarks that's why we use that word and things become historically protected. like the
0: Scientology is a landmark it, it is you know I, you know I'm a Scientologist right and that, yeah that was one of the things I was gonna try to push on you but we could talk about that off-camera because it's probably uncomfortable but I'm thinking that maybe it might be good no I'm just kidding I'm not. <laughs> I just can't. Don't choke me, bro. Don't choke the wheeze. No, so, no, um, no. But that area is fucking beautiful. Outwater Village, I have a, a friend of mine named Kenny, this chubby, chubby gay guy. And his his uh, his uh, husband, Mike, live out there. You've probably seen him. He's really chubby. He's got a fat neck. His neck is named Ben because it's got like two fucking eyes in his mouth and shit. And we go to a We go to uh, Millie's, which is a great breakfast place on uh, Sunset Boulevard, and and have if you ever want if you ever want to go to a great breakfast spot in Silver Lake, you guys go to Millie's and sit at the bar, right at the or not the bar the counter,
1: and they fucking make great you know. Have you been? Yeah, I have. Why don't we should do a show together, our band and your band? I'm down. I'm down like four flat tires. I'm being yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting it out there officially publicly because I think it'd be rad. That'd be
0: sick. The crusties.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome, dude.
0: That'd be fun. So, all right, well, I guess we got to wrap it up because, um, you guys are wanted back there, but, um, dude, I just
1: had, I just, I really got to say, I'm, Thank you for having me here. Well, this was, this was so I just really just enjoyed this right now, man. Yeah. Bro, I needed well, it, we're, brother. I yeah, well, it.
0: we're, we're uh, you know, we're. I needed it, dude. Thank you, brother. Yeah, we're. Um, uh, another thing that I suggest that you do. I know Joe Rogan, Rogan talks about it a lot. And this is because I care about health. Yeah. I do, especially for guys like us that tour that, you know what I mean? You should do Steam's in Schwitz's, in the, the Russian bathhouse, in the, the cold plunge, and all that stuff. It's really good for you. I and did I'm one just of those in it. Norway. Yes, but you should do it out here. Oh, really? There's a place called City Spa. And I go there all the time, and it's called a schwitz. See, the Jews call it a schwitz. Yeah. So you go in; it's a cold plunge. It's the hot. It's the hot jacuzzi. It's the three or four different steam rooms, and it just gets out all the bullshit. You'll right. start coughing up all your crap, and it and it just makes you feel. It, makes it releases feel good. all the toxins. Yes, but my suggestion to you and anyone watching, is, and Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. I've been doing it since I was a kid. OK, because my parents, my dad always took me to the, uh, the spa. I go all I go at least three, three, four times a week and it saves me, you know, and massages are important and chiropractors are important. Chiropractors. All that shit for you because you're a, you're a machine right. and your machine needs to be worked on. Chiropr- all that shit is my only suggestion. I don't know you at all. But as as we're signing off, you're going to be 50 and you have a lot of fans out there. People don't want to see you cross the way. You know what I mean? And look at Mick Jagger. I mean, the guy's always running around and healthy. Bypass. Oh, he did. Back out on the road in two weeks. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's but insane. That, that's but, insane. But, but that has to do with his health because he's always running. He's always working out. And you're making the money, so, you know, and then obviously the food is important. You know, you, you, can, eat, you can eat shitty food, but just once in a while,
1: you know, so. I, 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 I don't. That's an investment I make on the road is my diet. It's very critical. Yeah. But the Schwitz is my
0: suggestion. Uh-huh. It's literally the best thing in the world, but you got to make sure you go all the way under the cold and the hot and you steam it all out. Schwitz a- is a good word. I like schtup. Schtup. Yeah. That's the schtup. That's this. Anyways, this has been Jam in the Van podcast awesome. with Polly Shore and we're here. And, uh, and then that's it. I guess that's all we're going to say. And then, uh, ch- you want to t- plug your tour dates? Are they going to put that out there?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're playing Ripple Fest and, uh, Go check out TuesdaysArmy.com dot That's uh, my girl's uh, uh, website that we uh, put together. What's through. it called? Say it again. Tuesdays Army. Her name's Tuesdays,
0: Tuesdays Army. Army. And then when people go there,
1: it just gives you all the information ways about to, what she went through and how to help her recover. Yeah, because it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot that she needs, you know. And uh, but she's lo- I mean, as emotional as I'll get, I'll tell you. The easiest thing I've ever done Mm. is go through anything for her. You know what I mean? Mm. I love her. Well, that's because you love her. I love her. And what about kids? I have a son. I have a 22-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's awesome. He's the love of my life. I mean, that kid.
0: Where's he at?
1: He's in Long Beach now. Wow. He's a great kid. He's my little clone.
0: And what does he do?
1: He uh, works for Trader Joe's right now. Amazing. And he's helping his girl go through school. He's just a solid dude.
0: Oh, wow. What's his name? Micah. Micah. Yeah. And where's the, the girl? Where's the girl that you had him with?
1: Uh, she's in Palm Desert, married to a police officer. She she switched. She decided to change up <laughs> to switch it up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, m- my main suggestion is keep healthy, get rest, stay horny, you know, stay horny in uh rock and roll, motherfuckers. We'll see you next time on Polly Shore Jam in the Van podcast. Later dudes Later That, was, that was my first interview bro Dude that
1: Dude I
0: can't let you go Oh It's hot girl Yo, what's up, you guys? This is Polly Shore. Yes, the Polly Shore. Taking it back, dudes. Music Roots, we're sitting down to talk with bands in the studio. Get the inside scoop on music, life, and everything in between. Please subscribe everywhere you stream your podcasts. Check out Jam in the Van on YouTube for the video, interviews, behind-the-scenes content, and much, much more. And also, check out my YouTube channel, because I got some crazy shit on there. This is... The Jam in the Van podcast. Yeah.